Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. I am Mike Ricksecker, author and ghost story, and your host for the evening, as well as my hostess, my co-hostess, <laughs> Vanessa Hogel, and our chat shenanigator, Shauna, down in the chat room. Uh, we have a special guest with us tonight, Coyote Chris Sutton. Uh, he's been on here before, great friend of ours. And uh, Chris, welcome back. Thanks, Mike. It's great to be <laughs> back on. And Vanessa, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Right so, back at it. <laughs> take care of a little bit of housekeeping here so far. I know uh, Donna has the White Rabbit Notification Squad going on. So whatever she has you White Rabbits doing, <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> so we do appreciate that. And that's a, that's a YouTube thing where they've had some issues with uh, notifications. So got a little squad put together to kind of push that out there and let people know because some people haven't been getting the uh, proper notifications. So um, there you go, whoever's part of that. Um, Vanessa, Appreciate. Yeah, uh, Vanessa, I'm trying to think if we had anything else to bring up here real quick before we got into everything with, with Chris. Just reminding everybody that it is not, it's two months pretty much from yesterday Yet. that we're going to have the pair of Alton, Illinois. Um, myself, Mike, and Coyote Chris. Yeah, Chris is going to be there. Chris will be there along with an amazing amazing lineup of speakers and vendors so if you haven't already gotten your ticket um rest assured we have a link for you to do that if you go to haunted road media's uh facebook page web page um contact mike or myself or shauna we can all steer you in the right direction um the tickets into the paracon guys are five dollars yeah pretty inexpensive pretty inexpensive um, um, the investigation at the Mineral Springs Hotel is a little bit more expensive, still about half the cost of what you would pay to go anywhere else. And it's all for a good cause, goes right back into Mineral Springs uh, Hotel, helps keep them up and going. Um, we'd love to see all y'all there. We better see all y'all there. I hope y'all all fasting. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, that is June 9th. And yeah, we just made those uh, those admission tickets available, so you can get those now. Prior to that, it was just the vendor spots and the investigation tickets, but yeah, everybody can get in there now. So uh, yeah, and it's five dollars at the door anyway. So even if you don't have a prepaid ticket, you, you can get in. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Yeah, just come see us. We love you, people. Yep. All right. <laughs> I guess that's it. Oh, and the other thing was that uh, through tonight, um, the t-shirts. And the hoodies as well. Anything out at Spreadshirt uh, is 15% off. So Spreadshirt, it's shop.spreadshirt.com slash Haunted Road Media. And I have, you know, I don't remember what the code is offhand. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I posted it on the Haunted Road Media Facebook page. Hang on a second. Um, I'll grab that real quick. So... Vanessa, say something. It's dead air time. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was reading everybody's stuff in the chat. Yeah. For those who live too far away, we understand if you can't make it. We truly do. Um, this is our first. I'm sure it won't be our last. Um, so, you know, it'll happen one of these days. We'll get to meet everybody. But for those who are closer or, or can make it, yeah. um, we are super excited. Super excited yeah, to be able to see y'all. Yeah. The, uh, okay. So the the code for the t-shirts, the promo code is fifteen for you. So it's fifteen f o r y o u, and uh, that's shop.spreadshirt.com slash media. So, um, and there is a uh, ten dollars super uh, super chat from Dawn Spooky Spectacular. She says my favorite paranormal show. Hugs. Well, thank you very much, Dawn. We absolutely we appreciate that. that. Yeah, you guys are amazing. So now, I guess without further ado, <laughs> we should get we should bring in Chris. So, uh, Chris, like I said, we've had Chris on before. Um, he is a he's a shaman. He's a paranormal investigator. He's a great guy. I, I would even call him a uh, oh a, a teacher because you, you, Chris, you hold a lot of classes and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, welcome back. Great to have you. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's always great to be on the edge of the rabbit hole. And um, I, just, I love the allegory there. That's so great. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's like I always tell people, you go on the rabbit hole once, man. That's it. You know, you're, you're in this business for life. That's right. So, that's yeah. right. I'm actually super excited to get to meet you in person because um, you, you get a lot from people when you're within their aura. 
when you're right there with them. And I'm I'm really interested to see if you pick up anything off of me. Okay. And it's it's not the easiest thing in the world for people to do. <laughs> so um, I am super stoked um, about that. And uh, and there is Tom McNicholas with fifteen dollars super chat. Thank you very much, Tom McNicholas. So, All right, Tom. Super chat superstars in the house already. Thanks, guys. Absolutely appreciate it. Now, um, will you be? Because I'm. You'll have to bear with me because it's just been such a crazy um, week and a half since I got back from Ireland. Um, what special? What specialness do you have going on while you're going to be at Paracon with us? <laughs> special. Specialness. <laughs> Specialness. Well, let's see. It's two. I'm still two months out, so um, you know I don't have exactly what I'm going to talk about yet because it kind of comes to me usually about a week before, and oh. what I'm going to talk about um, usually it has stuff to do with since it's a paranormal type of thing. I, and <laughs> I always mix you mix my spirituality with my paranormal work because it's the same to me. And so it'll be something around those lines about, um, you know, it could be talking how to, how to, how, you know, these types of uh, energies and things you can pick up as a shaman or as, a, as a, any type of energy worker, you know, how you can use your skills, your medicine, as we would say, to help yourself with your ghost hunting, how to keep yourself safe, how to help other people who've been affected by um, a ghostly experience, so to speak. Um, and I know you guys have both seen this where you'll be on investigation and, all of a sudden, somebody comes becomes very emotionally distraught or sad, and you know, you know what I'm talking about, and then having to, to work your way out of it. And it's and I always tell teams, you know, you should always have one of us along uh, to help out with that type of stuff because um, I've seen it more times, and I, you know, I've been affected too. I, I'm not gonna lie, you know, and say I haven't been, but yeah, it's usually something about that. Um, but you know, you know me. I'm always singing songs and telling stories, and um, I'm part of the Sasiwas Medicine Tradition, which is a uh, medicine tradition out of the Northwest Coast of the United States and Canada. And um, so I've, you know, I, I practice that, and I sing the songs from there, and tell stories and teachings. And so, you know, I always try to, to have a great time with it because that's what's about everybody having fun, but also trying to learn some stuff as well. I can be funny occasionally. So oh, I know that. I know that. <laughs> Now, I, 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 I don't know how, but it works out. So. <laughs> oh, it's it, it's just a, it's a gift, really, is what it is. Um, a quick question for you, just and it just kind of got thrown in my head, which makes me think that, uh -oh. that it's one of those enough. questions. I know, right? <laughs> totally not from me. It's from there, you know. Um, do you encourage or do you do this yourself? Visualize or or bring forth to you animal spirits when you feel yourself being threatened either emotionally or physically i have sure okay. mm -hmm. i mean we all we all have animal spirits we all have animal totems just like we have other types of spirit guides as well it's just a matter of getting to know them letting them know we're interested because people oh, i want to find my spirit well you got to put some work into it whether it's yeah. a spirit animal or a spirit guide you have to show that you're actually interested and that you're willing to put the work into work with them but yes, oh yeah, animal, the, you know, the bear and obviously the coyote, you know, since that's what I go by. It's my main spirit animal. But we, you know, I have more than one. We all have, we can all have more than one and we have more than one spirit guide usually. So yeah, I call in all the troops, you know, if I need to, uh, if it gets really hairy. Um, sometimes too, I mean, and I've been doing this downstairs in the mic down at Slaughterhouse. I don't know if you've been down here okay. or not. When I've done this, but I get, I've been getting my now when you've out. done, I've been down there with you, but not uh -huh. to, to do anything, just kind of walk through it. Yeah, I yeah, you haven't done that. I've been going down there and drumming. It really brings out an interesting energy. And we've had sometimes where you know we'll get everybody in a circle, and what? I'll sing, I'll sing a song. Yeah, there she goes. She's fired up. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we can do that and all in the, in the pitch in the pitch black, and oh, you'll be standing there and you'll see like. There'll be a shape come by, and they just come by to look at you. And, and he goes, we're on the very bottom floor there. This is where the spirits of the people, the natives, would have been. They would have been down on this level. You know, well, they, of course, they weren't in the building there. But that's where, that was, that's where right. the ground is. And that's where they're going, going to be. And so, yeah, and they'll come out and watch us, look to see what's going on. And 
Um, of course, we're always very respectful. You know, you don't go out calling that stuff out because you don't know what you're gonna you're gonna take home then, whether you smudge or not, um, or what you're gonna bring upon yourself. But um, always lots of respect, lots of love, and you know, uh, thanks to you know coming to see us. But yeah, they will come out and look at you sometimes, and it's it's they'll watch you and stuff, and you can see them. You get the blacker than black shape that comes by you, you know, in, in the in the pitch black, and so um, it's been a lot of fun. So yeah, we'll definitely do that. Please uh, do for that. Oh yeah. For anyone who is watching, um, if you have never witnessed or participated in a drum circle, please, 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 please do. It is one of the most spiritual, fulfilling, calming, just overall good feeling. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. That you can possibly. Yeah. Well, and I, and I might be a little obtuse here because I actually don't know a lot about the drumming except that you know it it exists and there's something mm -hmm. spiritual about it. So, um, to inform me and as well as any viewers who aren't aware, so what exactly does the the drumming do? Are there different drummings for different situations? You know, what's going on? Yeah, there certainly can be. Um, when you start a circle, a lot of times, I mean, and this all traditions are different. Um, you've got spirits that reside in each direction, um, in our, the tradition I practice and also in the, I used to, to practice Lakota, the, the Sioux type of medicine years and years ago when I first started this. Um, but you want, initially you drum to the four directions. And so you let each group of spirits, you know, the grandmas and grandfathers, the spirit helpers from those directions, know that you're there, that you're, you're inviting them to come to the circle. Now I don't always do that downstairs. A lot of times I'll just sing a song. Now the song itself it could just depends, you know, I know what some uh, song I'm going to sing when I get there because something tells me this is what the song I'm going to do. Um, sometimes I'll use a Lakota song, so it's sung in, in sort of in Sioux. <clears throat> not that I'm, I'm not, you know, um, fluent in Sioux whatsoever, but I know some of the songs and things like that. And it just depends on the, on the spirits, you know, what they'll hear. But they generally pick up on anything that you do. So... Usually a slower beat, I will use that um, when yeah. I'm doing this to where I'm calling the spirits. I don't raise a bunch of hell with the drum. Um, that gets, you know, it's not the, the appropriate way to do it. You're, it's more of a solemn type of beat or more of a solemn type of song. And that's befitting of the situation. You know, if you're doing healing work, then you're going to do something a little bit crazier, maybe get the energy going and stuff like that and get everybody dancing and things and that sort of thing. But in this situation, it's more of a slower beat and a slower type of song for the most part. Um, it can change. It just depends. Sometimes they'll tell you me what to sing and it's like, okay, you know, and I'll sing what, what they asked me to sing. But yeah, there's definitely the drum. It has also sets the mood for the people that you're with, you know, that the folks are getting, if you're all in the dark and stuff like that, that slow drum beat going, everybody kind of gets into the into the mood of what's going on. And that's a big part of this type of, of work is, is getting people, their energies in the right spot so they're ready to accept what's going on and call it's calming. Um, drum beats affect your brain. And I know this firsthand because when I first had my first major spiritual experience, I was at a powwow at a at a war a warrior's dance called a gourd dance, and that's the first time I realized that there was a spirit world because I had one foot in this world and one foot in the spirit world, um, and that was very intense, too intense for something like this. This is where the energy is going to be nice and and easy. And it's not going to agitate any of the any of the people in the circle or any of the spirits for that matter. Um, and so it makes it the ambiance very nice, and, this, and the energy is very inviting for both the, the people standing there and also for the spirits to come to come and visit us. Um, I did a place down in Missouri, a place called um, Valley Mines. It's not a very well known place, but it's it's haunted as hell. And especially got this house from 1749. You know, it's the second oldest house west of the Mississippi. But we did a little outdoor thing. Here's really the first time I did it, and it's like a year before last. And we had trees moving and every the whole nine yards, and, and the, the spirit lights were dancing around. It was just incredible. So you never know what's going to happen when we do this kind of stuff. So well, yeah, it's but there is a difference. And the, yeah, and the drum beat. That's that's a good question. My guess that that there is difference. It's like being enveloped in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's it, that is the yeah. best way to describe it. It's like being enveloped in a heartbeat, yeah. and it's. It's not like you're in the car and the guy next to you is playing his bass way too loud, which sometimes is fun. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's not. 
different. It becomes a part of your blood. It becomes, it, you can almost feel your heartbeat change to the beat of the drum. And it is just absolutely amazing. And I mean, I've told people this so often that, that music plays such a huge part in what we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Open up lines of communication. And there is nothing to me more powerful than your own energy creating another energy and it meshing well together. Mm-hmm. That's the hey. human hand, the drum, and the music that they make. Uh, we have a uh, question down in the chat from Megan Talbert. I do also want to throw out there we are broadcasting also not only on YouTube, but on Periscope and on Spreaker on Beyond the Night. Beyond the Light Network uh, with uh, with Chuck Banks, so uh, appreciate that as well. Uh, but from Megan Talbert, Chuck. yeah, Chuck, uh, Chuck is also going to be there. Uh, That's right, June. Chuck's yep. be with us. Mm-hmm. But this question is from Megan Talbert, uh, Coyote Chris. Do you drum during investigations? Do you recommend a type of rhythm to create energy in another to release it when done? So I guess kind of two ah, questions. Good question. Yeah. Have, you know, I have done that. Um, I don't do it frequently. I do it mostly. As a um, here, and I'm going to get to the whole meat of it, Megan, because that's a great question. Um, kind of what I'm getting into something I'm going to be doing a lot of it this summer is doing some stuff outside because I find that a lot of these places that are haunted, they're no reason why they're haunted. You know, they have, like I, for instance, a Ferrar school up in Iowa. There's no reason why that why that school is haunted, but it's haunted as heck. I've been in there, mm-hmm. and so but there's this great big tree out in front, and I have talked to other people that, you know, Dave Roundtree in particular, about, and I know everybody has different opinions about Dave, but um, I know Dave. he's a shaman. He's a shaman. You know, he, he practices that sort of stuff. He understands that kind of stuff. So he and I have talked about it. And, and uh, so it's like he and I both feel that there's something with that spot, like as a ceremonial spot, because there's all this energy there. It was huge tree, all this great energy. So we're going to do that this summer. We're going to do a ceremony up there with, and I'll let people film these. I don't always do that, but we'll film it and have some ghosts, uh, you know, some um, instruments out there and stuff like that and see what happens. So I'm going to do that at different places. And so, um, but either, if you start slow, like I started earlier, if I, if I was going to use it in an investigation, I would start slow to try to, um, make it i don't want to start going bad out of hell because that's gonna get everything stirred up and you don't know what you're stirring up half the time you don't what you know i'm gonna start slow and then um then if i want to end it or if i want to you know sometimes you have to do a cleansing and things like that if you're trying to get something to leave i might stir i might do that to uh to you know to drive it um i also got this big ass bell that i use sometimes oh, because, wow. and it makes a big noise and it oh, breaks that it breaks stuff up. It breaks energies up and things like that. And so, I use that. So, yeah, if I were to do that, I don't always start. I never start an investigation that way. That's an interesting thought, though, because um, usually I'm I'm with other people and stuff like that, and I don't like to to do just, just throw my thing around. You know, everybody try to pick up after that, um, which is why I normally do this kind of stuff outside. But I, you know, except for at the bottom of the of the of the um, Middle Springs. But yeah, I would do start with something slow to, to try to see what the, how the spirits were. Most of the time, you can the spirits are pretty cool, and so that's going to attract them, and then in a nice, calm way, and you know they, they're attracted to that sort of noise. And so yeah, but if I and to end it, I would probably go fast. Just it, that's a good way to end something is to um, sometimes you end a song. Um, wait a minute, hang on for a second. Okay. <laughs> well, he's think doing he, that. I think he's going to get um, us while he's doing that, I'm going to go ahead and remind everyone just with what um, Chris brought up with the bells. A lot of people don't realize this, but bells are actually very good for clearing the energy in your home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, whether it's one that you, a little tinkle one that you hold like this, or have one hanging that you hit when the energy feels heavy and thick in your home, do that and it will clear that out. It will help to clear that out. So, just a good food for thought. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, see, I got my drum out. So, like, you know, I can't do it too loud because I think Mrs. Coyote's asleep, so she goes up early in the morning. But, you know, it would be something. To start, if I was going to start so like that, and Vanessa mentioned earlier about, the, you know, the Mother Earth, and that's why they, they drummed it initially is because it mimicked, that was the heartbeat of the mother. They, they replicate that. If you go into a sweat lodge, you got that. It is, you're like you're enveloped in the womb. Yeah, and some people say it's like a rebirth when you do a sweat lodge or an EP ceremony. So, but yeah, so I'm I'm starting you something like that, and then if I'm in, I'm gonna go. 
something like that to end it um, a little longer and drawn out and whatnot. But so that's also how you end a, a shamanic journey a dr- when you're drumming. Is that you um, you do that? And shamans a lot of times that's one of the ways you do a journey is 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 to drumming. And but you always end it by boom like that. You're in your back. So ex- explain what a shamanic journey is. Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> I know, that's <laughs> a big question. But you, threw the, <laughs> no, but you threw the term out there, and I'm just thinking there's probably people I, that I, don't know what that is. And I did. That's, that's a good question. question. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you, know, you, you got a couple of days. We'll go right through the steps. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you guys will walk out of here at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'll be shamans and stuff. But um, <laughs> anyway, because it, it's basically what it means is you – Part of a, the traditionally, and ever you know, and there's no one one shamanism. You know, United in, in in North America, there was 500 something Indian tribes, and so you got 500 different variations of shamanism. And some of them are small variations and things like that. You go to Europe, it's even different. But you, um, the basis is as part of the shaman's role and with the society, with their culture, with their tribe, is to journey to the spirit world to talk to the spirits to get help. Um, it can be like a divination thing. You're trying to find out what's going on. I might be wanting to heal somebody. Um, and I want to know what I need, you know, what, what medicine should I use to heal them? What should I do to heal them? Um, anything like that, or just to go and commune and say, and, and to, and this is where you can also meet some of your spirit animals as well. That's where I met bear at was in a journey. Um, bear, I think of bear when I do healing work, and so I, that's that's my bear medicine part that comes out through that. But what you're doing, um, it's almost like in you know if you look at the core shamanism that um, the foundation for shamanic studies um, puts does, and you can they're on the internet. It's kind of interesting stuff. That's what you call core shamanism. They've kind of taken stuff and boiled it down, uh, and so what they talk about is going. You imagine a place. And that's your place to go into the underworld. So you imagine yourself going down some stairs, and you create this indoor this this place. It could be anything you want to. It could be a sunny meadow. It could be a cave. It could be a forest. It's whatever you want, wherever you feel comfortable with. And this is what what makes it kind of work. Is that you are you going there physically? No, you're not going there physically. But your soul is going there. Party is going there. Right. And you want to be comfortable. And that's that's the thing about the energy about the medicine is about it does what you tell it to do. If you believe in what you're doing, it will do that stuff. And so, you, yeah, you are going to the spot because you made it. I can create stuff like that with, my, with energy. It's no problem. So with your drumming, you know, in my case, I use a drum. Some people use a haishka, and I always never pronounce that, that, that vine juice out of South America, which is a hallucinogen. Uh, you know, Grandfather Peyote, um, they'll do that. There was a um, supposedly a shaman in Siberia that would hit himself in the leg with an axe until he got oh so out of he would, he would drain. Then yeah, he used to get all kinds of crazy stuff, and um, but then you know that's that's your, that's whatever you need to get you into the spirit world. And with me, it was drumming. That's how I learned. It was was through drumming. What my teacher taught me, and so to do all these things. It's almost like guided imagery in a way. I mean, you're you're guiding yourself. There are certain rules like you got to um, always. And so you don't look down and see yourself. You see you're looking out at what's what's going on there. Um, you know, you don't, it's not, you're not like an observer, you're actually there. Some people try to, you know, do it that way. That's not how it works. You're supposed to be looking out, you know, it's through your own eyes, not as an observer, seeing yourself. And, you know, I always teach people when they first do it, just to go in there and just kind of sit around and look first and don't talk to anything because you never know what you're going to run into down there. There are, you, right. just, you know, it's, it's like the spirits, you know, it's because they're, they're dead doesn't mean they're all wise. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> There's to make people full of shit who are dead there as they're alive. And so, you know. Well, I mean, <laughs> he, they're pretty much the, the same as they were yeah. in life. And if they were, you know, an idiot in life, they're probably an idiot in death. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's my, no, that's true, you know. I, I agree with that 100%. But, yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's how a shaman goes about meeting with the spirits and things like that. Now, can they come to you in, like, yeah, I mean, if I'm sitting here and I can feel a spirit around me, then then worms come out to. Those are using my spirit guides and things like mm-hmm. that. That I can feel like I've got somebody, my great grandmother. I can tell by her touch, you know how how she feels, and um, that type of thing. And there's a couple others that I know. Nice. 
Um, hey, we do have a, a question. It was from a while ago, back up in the chat, uh, from Tom. Do people get mad if you do a drum circle during an investigation? I would always ask. I would never just do one. Yeah. Um, I, I find I would find that rude myself if I was in an investigation. Some knucklehead pulled a drum out and started beating it. Um, with dialogue, <laughs> ask you know, or right. we'll make it. Or if I, you know, if I'm one of the one of the people who's, um, who's putting it on, you know, one of the guests or we you know one of the, the the talents for lack of a better word, or lack of talents, but um, who was there? I yeah. would like. You know, say hey, they want to go with me. You know, and and we're going to go do this thing. And you know, that's you know, they want to go. That's fine. And like hey. I said, I do it outside a lot. I mean, people inside, but I would never. I I'm a big believer in not in not forcing my stuff on other people. Yeah. So I would always ask. Uh, Pamela Rainey is wondering if you have a uh, music DVD. You know, I don't. And I actually talked to a dude one time about doing one of those things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things. It's like in my – It's a, we were talking for when on the air, and I've been promising Mike I'd do a book. And I just <laughs> – and I, I get a chance. He's got a book in him, definitely. <laughs> I do. I, I probably got two or three because um, I always got opinions about stuff. It's just a matter of getting – sitting down and doing it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that is something I've, I've thought about. I mean <sighs> – I would be singing songs that I can, there are probably people who can do them better than I can. I could probably give you a CD. Um, if you go on to um, any, I think probably on YouTube, you can probably find it. Uh, but if you want to buy it, go like the Amazon store or something like that or iTunes, whatever. But um, the guy's name is Beaver Chief is the guy is the name. And he does the Sisiwas Medicine songs. So if you go like artist Beaver Chief, you can find a lot of those, a lot of the songs that I do there. Um so I have also toyed with, with taping um, some of my the, the teachings and stuff I do, and the songs and stories are included with that. So who knows? I might do do those someday. I actually bought myself a – I don't know if it's a good camera or not, but it's got an IR on it. So I, I'm so tech stupid, it's not even funny. I've got a millimeter and a K2, and I just do those for – I have those for people who hang out with me. Hey, you want to look at this thing? Or if I really feel the itch to, to check out something I felt, I'll do that. And, right. So that's well. You definitely have people down there in the chat saying you should uh, you should do a CD. Uh, B three airspace and Lens White are both saying do it. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, Lens, how you doing? Um, yeah, it's um, that's okay. We'll put that on my list of things to do. Um, I gotta get going though. Shoot, I'm 61. I gotta get. (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot of time. I I think I got time. You're still still young, but yeah. Well, you know, I've had sooner. Sooner's always better for you know for us because we'd like to you know be able to (laughs) enjoy it. (laughs) If I could retire and just do all this stuff, I'd love to do it. So maybe something. That's all I'm asking. Look at a lottery. Never killed nobody. (sighs) Good gravy. Yeah. So I've been asking a bunch of questions here, uh, Vanessa. You got a couple? Well, shit, I did. I'm trying to think of what <laughs> <laughs> um, Is it just uh, when you're doing something like that? I, I already explained when you went to get your drum about the bells and you heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other, um, uh, like the flutes or anything that you use to kind of calm the energy out? Do you use any of those, like the little wooden flutes? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, no, I'm not a flautist. Um, I'll be honest with you. Flute music just bores me to death. <laughs> I swear to God, and I'm, I apologize. I, you know, but it's Real true. talk, uh, no BS. That's right. No exactly. BS. You know, and my energy is more such that it's more... I, I mean, I've had... I'm not always the most calming person. I mean, I'm a calm person. Mike knows this. I mean, I don't get oh, riled yeah. up or anything. But for some reason, when I get around, some spirits don't like me around. And so I'm not known as, as calming spirits down necessarily. So I've actually had mediums say, ah, could you uh, like walk out of the room so the spirits will come out? Because <laughs> wow. you, well, you know, because part of what I do is I go after negative spirits and to get them to leave people alone. And so, you know, you kind of get that. You have that aura about you, that energy about you that they, they pick up on. In fact, we have a uh, question from Judy Wilson here. How do you handle nasty spirits? Oh, I got all kinds of stuff for them. Um, you know, like I would handle anything else, I would guess, Judy. Um, I, you know, it's like I wish I said I could say, well, I do this and do this and do this. And, and you know, I always keep carry smudge with me. I carry a stick of, um, of white sage or I've got cedar and I've got other stuff. Just depends what I feel like using. But 
I try to negotiate and because usually if it's they're bothering kids, I really get pissed that they're bothering kids. Yeah. Um, that really bothers me. I know a lot of adults who who've actually bought some nasty stuff, and it's basically becomes okay. You know, it's it's time to stop this stuff. And I mean, and I'm not really scared of too much, and so that helps. So I mean, because you've got to go in there and you've got to say you have to, you just have to be assertive. So we're not playing this anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. And I can I can swing some energy. I'm not going to lie. And I will you know and I will put that energy out there to try to force them to to move on. I don't cross people. I'm not sure if that's possible or not. But I just prefer to say okay, let's let's. I mean, I can do a house. I might do a house cleansing stuff like that. But you try to get them just to move on, leave the folks alone. Um, but I will. I will start at the very bottom of a house. In a basement, I use some type of smudge, sage or cedar. I use candlelight. I use uh, sweetgrass a lot, you know. And I usually I'll use I carry a thing of black salt with me, seal the rooms off. But the sage cleanses. The white light brings in the the light of God, the light of spirit. And then the the sweetgrass calls in the good spirit, the protecting spirits, because you're asking their spirits to come and protect them. That's a big part of it right there is getting there. You know, if you knew your spirit guides, they will come and help you with these things. Um, but yeah, but you know, when you're doing the stuff, you got to believe it. You just can't swing the sage around and say, you know, be gone. Yep. I mean, I'm, I, I'm going out there. I'm, I'm very assertive. I'm saying, you got to go. And I put that energy goes out like that. Um, I got grabbed. I was, I was at Mineral Springs I, about a couple months ago. Dave and I were, um, Dave Nunley's one of the owner, one of the co-owners of, um, it's raining in the shop that's sponsoring a lot of this stuff. And he, we were looking for vagrants because people try to sneak in there and sleep in the basement. Right. And so he, we walked down by this one part we don't usually go into. It's actually the laundry for the residents there. People actually live on live in this building. They're, they have apartments there. And some spirit freaking grabbed me on the arm. And I'm not used to that stuff. So I, and I, was, and I people think I'm scared by a scream. I literally scream. But when you do that, it's like shooting a shotgun off. Blah! Boom! All right. stuff coming in. I let go too. Being strong is different than being scared. That's exactly well, yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 the thing is that you know the you know that spirit and he, it's not my energy; it's the energy that spirit gives me. And so, I mean, that's just kind of what I'm supposed to do. And so, I I, I do that, and uh, you know, that's but it, basically it's using those those cleansing agents, and the you know bring in the life spirit, and it's all coming through your heart the whole time. And that's I always teach the people I'm helping out. I teach them how to do it. Because it's going to mean so much more if it's coming from them. Yeah. I don't want to be out there all the time. You know, you got, I always teach people that you know you got to. You, this is your house. You got to take over. You got to be in charge. Mm-hmm. And, and you have know, to yeah, walk and, and and like you said, it, it's it's a matter of believing. And Vanessa just backed that up. And I know yeah. we've talked about it a number of times on this show. You know, because we get questions all the time about you know what what object, what device, what you know special salt or herb or what have ah. you. You know, what religious symbol. Da da da. It's like. Whatever it is you have faith in, you could have faith in this coffee cup, exactly. and it could probably do something. You can put yeah. Legos in front of the door, yeah. you know, after you clean <laughs> But it's what you know. All they are is tools. It, all they they are helping us manifest what needs to be manifest. We want to manifest, and we need those visual aids to do that. So you know, I'm using sage. It's cleansing, but my if I put my energy behind it, and my belief behind it, yeah. it's making that happen. Now sage has good properties all by itself, and that's been proven. The white light is a white candle. No, I'm asking spirit. So that white light's a signal that this is what I'm asking for, and this spirit to come into the room. For God, how do you want to put it? You can say God, the Holy Spirit doesn't matter to me. I've got holy water in my bag too. I'll use that. People are more comfortable with that. You know, whatever works. Yeah. But I believe, you know, and that's what matters. Well, these are just tools. Mm-hmm. If I get caught without them, I can still go. I mean, exactly. I, 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 yeah. So we have a you couple know. more. Um, Did you see about? There's there's a couple. I don't know which one you're looking at. (laughs) Uh, Let me go ahead and get this one out there before I forget. Um, I cannot find it, so I can't remember who asked this, so I do apologize. Y'all know I love you. But they were asking, when you're drumming, when you're doing something of that nature, Mm -hmm. do you find that it has a different effect on, I hate to use this, but regular spirits as opposed to Native American spirits, or do you find that it just it kind of levels the energy out regardless of what their background is? Yes to all three. Um, that's a great question. <laughs> um, because I think, well, I mean, for the nave spirits, it has a meaning to it because of the drum. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they would be, I mean, to me, to me, it's more extra attractive to them. 
um, in my opinion. I mean, I, you know, that's how I feel. Um, now, with other spirits, yeah, I mean, it would be attractive. I mean, you know, the um, I know other ghost hunters who have to try to get things going off camera, or if they're if they're shooting, they'll use it something like that to try to get things moving. Um, so a friend of mine in England called it sonic driving when you use these types of things to call spirits or to that type of stuff. And um, let's see, what was the other part? Oh, and what was the other part of that question? Um, the, well, we've already covered um, whether or not it affects a regular spirit as opposed right. to Native American. We've already yeah. covered that. Um, and it does chill the energy out. I think so. It does yeah. chill the energy out. Yeah. If uh, you keep it at a, at a steady, you know, not a real crazy beat. Yeah. And now, um, I, uh, kind of in conjunction with that, there was a question out there from uh, from Tom. You know, can you call a specific spirit by using a certain beat? So I think that's all kind of the same thing that we're talking about yeah. here. You know, if you want to call a certain spirit, I mean, and I, I think it'll help you, but call that spirit. Call you know, unless you're summoning, you know, the, the, the dark ones. Yeah. But you know, you say you want to talk to a certain a certain spirit and ask for them to to show up. And then you know, there there was a um, one of my teachers. My well, this is again, this was 25 years ago when you know my first teachers when I was walking the Lakota path. And one of the best, one of the biggest, I want to say biggest, but one of the coolest medicine men or the guys one of the most powerful medicine men his name was frank fool's crow and this guy i never got to meet fool's crow's dead before i you know before i really got into this stuff but this guy had known him i had learned from him and he said you know he goes fool's crow will come and sit with you if you ask him to because you know i at this point in time i had he sitting bull i mean fool's crow was a, the keeper of sitting bull's pipe actual his actual pipe that sitting bull had owned Fool's Crow passed it to my friend, um, one of my teachers. And so we had smoked it. So, I mean, we had that connection. I had smoked the pipe by then. And so, but I think he would do this for anybody, even without his connection. He goes, if you ever want Fool's Crow to come and sit with you, you know, put a chair next to you and ask him to come sit with you. And I tell you what, he will. You feel something sit down with you. And, I, you know, it's a real calm, powerful energy. And it's like, yeah, got to be Grandpa. And so, yeah, I mean, you ask a certain spirit. I know I've talked to, I've worked with people who've lost a parent suddenly. And they they, they, they want closure because they didn't get to talk to them or they were estranged or something like that. And I tell them, this, tell them the same thing. I said, get a chair, get a nice quiet room, make sure everybody, the dog and everybody else is, is out of the house. Sit down, you know, meditate, and then ask for whoever you want to come sit with you. And I've had more than one person. Most of them will say, Chris, I did that, and I felt something there. And then they would talk to them. They would talk to them and, you know, say what they wanted to say, and they felt so much better. Because they, they sat down, they believed, and they called, and it worked. You, it just, you just said the most important word right there, is that they believed. Mm-hmm. Because I've told yeah. people that so much. I'm like... You have to not only want it, you have to believe it's actually going to happen. And when it does happen, for the love of whatever deity you pray to, please don't rationalize it away. No, just accept it. Accept the gift, enjoy it, learn from it, and maybe you can do it again someday. Who knows? But don't rationalize it away. You know, I spent a lot of time wasting time doing that kind of stuff. I mean, even though I was learning things. Because you start thinking about, well, you know, I didn't grow up with any type of religious or spiritual background. You know, my parents were Unitarian, so we didn't, you know, Unitarians are not, they're more into philosophy and things like that. Mm-hmm. Good people. I mean, it's a good philosophy, don't get me wrong. But I had no no background in this type of stuff. So I, I spent a lot of time, um, you know, rash intellectualizing stuff. And, and, you know, and Vanessa, I have a feeling you've been through this before, that sometimes you think to yourself, why me? Yes. You know, why in the hell am I, you know, I was going to be, I was going to go to law school. You know, I was going to take the test all nine yards. And all of a sudden, you know, I go to this freaking powwow. And all of a sudden I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, all I care about is finding the spiritual, this getting on the spiritual path. And that's what a life changer. And you do. It's like, and then it's like, well, no, I, I'm not worthy of this. And you go through that period mm-hmm. and you've got to get over that. And it's, and it's the same thing. Like you got to believe. 
And after a while, I said, and I got, you know, I had some bumps and bruises along the way because I was stupid. And it's like, and, and it's like, okay, you know, you showed me again. Once again, I'm being, you know, I just need to accept it. And so that's, I finally I said, you know, okay. I'm, Each person that has been, I don't want to say given this gift because it implies that others can't have this quality as well. Oh, yeah. No. But for the sake of argument, I'm going to put it that way. Those who have been given this gift, we're given it for a reason, and the, the reasons aren't always pretty, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you could have had serious trauma throughout your life, mm-hmm. and as, as much as that trauma was painful, it might have given you the insight and the ability to be able to communicate with spirits who went through similar situations yes. and to do it without bias, without judgment, mm-hmm. and to be able to actually provide some good. And so... It, I learned a long time ago not to say why me. It took a lot though, but I did mm-hmm. learn to finally say, you know what? I'm up for the challenge because that's what it is. It's a challenge yeah. to be the best you possible, not just for the living, but for the dead as well. Right. Exactly. I mean, we all have gifts. We all have medicine. That's in our tradition. That's what we say. We all have a gift from spirit. And it could be all sorts of different things, but the thing is, for one, to believe in it and to let it happen, work for it. But the first thing you do, you got to do, is heal yourself. Yes. If you get a yeah. gift and you go out and you don't, and you're messed up, I mean, I went through some terrible times before because B, I was an empath, I didn't know it. And I worked with some severely damaged young people who were sex offenders and were also, uh, were also victims. And you can imagine the psychic trauma that they would throw out. And I had no idea why I was feeling these things and seeing these things in my head that weren't mine. And it was it got very bad, very depressed for quite a while. And all of a sudden I, I, I find the message, oh, that's what it is. But see now I can help pull other people through that when they go through that stuff now. And when we go through those things, let's always tell people, yeah, he went through hell, he went through some shit. But now that you you realize that you know this is not you, that you are it's you are past that you can fight back and you can make put your life on a good course you're here now to help other people who are in the same boat you were in Absolutely. Oh, you know yeah mm-hmm. you know you you don't why don't waste that experience you know mm-hmm. it sucked it, but it made you know it also toughens you up in a way and but don't waste it help somebody else who's in and help them get out of it quicker that's than, so true i mean i've i've been through some shit in my life i mean i'm i'm a rape survivor i've lost six mm-hmm. babies I've been beaten and put in the hospital. I've had so many horrible things happen to me. And this is going to sound really crazy. And I don't think a lot of people believe me when I say it. I wouldn't change one moment of it. I understand. Because I couldn't do and achieve what I have today if I hadn't have been through all of that. I wouldn't appreciate it today. A lot of that pain shapes your character and you can use it. To help benefit others where, yep. you know, from your pain, everything that you've experienced, you can use that in turn to help others who are now currently going through that same thing. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and um, I, and you, I know there's people in that chat room who are listening to this and have gone through some of their, their stuff in their own life. And I mean it for everybody that, that's, who, has, who can hear that, yeah, you can get through it and you have a gift from spirit or from God. Use it, heal yourself, and then think why you help other people. Yep. Help mm-hmm. them get healed. And, and that that's that's what it's about. That uh, keeps healing you. It keep, continues the healing yes, process. Yep. We do have some other questions here down in the chat. There's been quite a few coming in while we've uh, kind of been chatting here. Um, Shay Carroll has posted one out of Spreaker from the Beyond the Light Network. Hi, Shay. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of a, a, a general question. So uh, this is from Chanel. Are your children musically talented? Um, yeah, actually, my daughter is a, is an excellent violinist when she chooses to do it. Um, she was first chair of the high school orchestra, and she still picks it up and plays well when she does. So she is very talented at it. Um, and you know, I guess I wish she'd play more, but you know, she's it's she's kind of getting back into it. But um, my son was a bass player, upright bass player for a while. He, um, I hope he's not listening. 
he can actually sing halfway decently. So I mean, he 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 and I actually did a musical together. Um, we did Jesus Christ Superstar um, a few years ago, and I was pilot, and he was one of the guards, and we got to exchange a, a you know a line, you know. So that was that was kind of cool. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I can't carry a tune in a bucket. <laughs> I have a voice. Hey, I have if, my voice has character. Let's hey, put it like if, that. if anybody wants to see Chris sing, we have him on video on the Golden oh Rod Showboat. Yep. It's one of our um, <laughs> Golden Rod Showboat videos, so go check it out and you'll see yeah. Chris sing. Yeah. And we were trying because it was, you know, the Golden Rod was a, you know, yeah. a dinner theater place. And so I thought, well, I'm going to get up on stage. And I did, I think I did um, King of the Forest from, you know, the, the Cowardly Lion yep, song. You did Cowardly Lion. Yep. Yeah. Because I played that before. So I knew the you know, I knew the, I knew how to sing it. So, <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to do that for me in Illinois now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> question from Lynn's White: uh, Do you have to ask them the spirits? Do you have to ask them out loud to come, or just think it? You can think it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I believe that they can read those as well. Um, I think I don't know. Calling out to me is. Yeah. I think if I'm looking for somebody who I'm not used to to speaking to, I would probably more likely vocalize it. If it's a um, it's one of my usual spirit guides or a relative or something like that. I would probably, you know, um, go through my mind. Um, it just depends. You know, you, you, at different times you feel you should use different things, and I follow that. And, and so, but, yeah, good question. I mean, yeah, I mean, either way is fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm trying to scroll through back? here see if there's any that I've missed. They are talking about cocktails in the chat. I, I was asking if she's hitting a thing of vodka there. <laughs> yeah, come on now. Oh, I, I know, no, it's water. I promise. I promise. I do have some whiskey in my in my freezer, though. Might so, have to hit you in a minute. <laughs> okay, well, B three Aerospace was asking, uh, was was were you drunk? And no, it was actually um, a trigger object. <laughs> it was our it was our Ghost of the Golden Rod event. Uh, you're uh, doing it as a as a trigger object to see yes. if mm -hmm. by performing on stage it could maybe entice yeah. one of the maybe former performers or uh, you know maybe even get like a little applause from maybe even Captain Minky or something like that. And I know exactly. uh, Jake Jake Medford followed up by playing some uh, ragtime music off his phone. So you know, oh, that's, I love ragtime yeah. music. So that was that was the idea was to uh, yeah you know what's funny is yeah. at the Mineral Springs where will be June 9th, um, every once in a while Dave and Don will play um, that forty swing music yeah and just that light them up sometimes gets gets them going and so oh, like yeah that. oh yeah I mean that's that's a great way sometimes if you, especially if you're in a venue you know what's been going on mm -hmm. um, and you, you like a place like that you know they would play would have orchestras there playing that kind of stuff and so yeah. Yeah, let rock that stuff out, you know, and, and see what happens. Yeah, even I, the spirits I, I are in tune to music, and that's I yeah. guess that's kind of where the the drumming comes into play, right? Yeah, vibrations, sure, vibrations, uh -huh. right? Yeah, and plus it's you know the, the, the places in you know that we're talking about, especially with the Golden Rod and with the Mineral Springs, both they were in heydays from the '40s and '30s and '40s and place and things like that, and so you know that music was popular then, so they're going to be attracted to that. Um, and then, you know, then some of the old, old ones that weren't as old, you could probably use a little bit of the 50s music and that'd probably work as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, I know I'm all for using stuff like that, trigger objects. So, yeah. Um, bait. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think because of the vibrations that the, you know, trigger object like that, you know, I guess, you know, the drumming as well, because of the vibrations, it might work a little bit better. Because I guess there's that belief out there that, you know, the spirits resonate better with vibrations i know that a lot of times especially when it comes to like a child's spirit we throw out like a crap ton of toys on the floor but maybe right. they might resonate with something better like a piece of music right yeah i mean kids music um <laughs> i was watching um what was it? in this uh, ghost stalkers and they were and that was a chad Lindbergh and john tenney and, and um mm -hmm. roundtree was on that too and I forget. I mean, and every time I see Chad Lindbergh, I give him hell for it. He, he plays hot cross buns on one of those those penny oh whistle God. things, you know, in, in the mm -hmm. in the gym there. It's like, oh, hot cross you know, buns. I was, like, I was surprised they didn't kill him. Yeah, that's like one of the first <laughs> things that you learn when you're playing. You're learning music exactly. instrument. Like when I was first learning guitar, I remember like on a single string or maybe it was on two strings playing that like over and over. Yep. Um, then smoke on the water, but yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. 
<laughs> a question from Judy Wilson. Was it hard to find Judy. out who your spirit guide is? <clears throat> That's a good question. That's a very good question. Um, I can tell you because I've got, I've got like three or four. And they, they're around varying degrees. I will tell you the story about my, my great-grandmother, who's one of my spirit guides. And this is kind of a cool story. When I was five years old, um, my mother and father took me to go see my grandmother, who was in a nursing home in southern Missouri. And, you know, and I work in nursing homes now, and they're not near as bad. I mean, I don't worry. I, I'm an advocate for people living in nursing homes in my day job. And so they're not as bad as they used to be. Back then, they all smelled like piss, and it was awful. And so <clears throat> I was five, five or six years old, and so I, they, I only had to stay in for a little while, and they let me go out and play. So I'm out there playing the yard, and this older lady, obviously, it's a nursing home, so this old lady comes up, and but she actually, you know, she's kind of funny looking, and she, and she kind of comes up to me, and she goes, oh, you little boy, you know, then she's like, it's hard for her to speak. And she hands me this little baby doll, and, you know, has a little plastic thing, it was kind of busted up. It had a hole over its heart. I, don't know if, I never to this day I don't know if there's any kind of significance in that. Anyway, she hands me that, and so like you know, I'm a polite kid, and so I'm like, oh, you know, look at it. I was you know looking at it, and so I went up to look up and say thank you, and she's about you know 30 yards away from me all of a sudden. I'm like, wait a minute, you know, it's kind of weird because she wasn't that fast, and I got distracted, looked down again, looked up again, she's gone. It's kind of like I barely saw her going around the side of the building, and this is a matter of a few seconds, and so she shouldn't be able to move that fast. So I never saw her again. We left, and then, you know, gosh, I don't know how many years later it was. It had to have been in my 30s or even 40s. <clears throat> and we're going through this old family album, and bam, there she was. It was my great-great-grandmother. I'd never met her. She was dead at the time when that happened. And I looked, I mean, that, and I, my flashback to that, that was, that, that was who it was. And so she had come to see me. And then now to this day, she'll come, she will come and see me um but yes i mean that one was you know more of an afterthought and you know I, all of a sudden i thought about bang there she is now i've also had other ones where um it's been more difficult to try to figure out you feel like something around you but you just can't figure out what it is and you really have to work at and sit and, and meditate about it, ask it to come talk to you um and so i you know it's a there's a couple of stories of those too but um one time i guess one of them was i i felt some and the, my wife and I went to Chicago to, to see my teacher and we're coming back and as my wife goes there's a, something in the back seat I'm like yeah you're right there's a Native American sitting in the back seat yeah so okay well we're going to be cool and just look ahead and so we're just mom <laughs> and back there I can't you know I can feel it around it's nothing threatening it's cool and everything so um, and so I, and, and I it's one of these things I, I, I don't I guess I mean I have one of those things I had to end up accepting so I'm sitting in this, and two weeks later, I'm sitting in a stoplight, and some guy in a crappy-looking Mustang's making that, you know, trying to catch the light and making that turn, squeezing his tires, and I hate that stuff. It drives me insane. <laughs> and so I'm like, boy, it pisses me off. I look up, the license plates say G-A-L-L, Gall. Okay. Now, Gall, and I knew the name as soon as I saw it, because in history, he was one of um, sitting, or, or Crazy Horse's lieutenants at the Little Bighorn. And hmm. so I'm like, holy shit, you know, it's, is that gall? And I get that feeling. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. I'm glad you know, nice. he has to come around a lot. But, you know, you know, it, it's like, it's not like he's like an important guy and stuff like that. So I'm like, I was just honored that he, he chose us to hang out with me sometimes. So it was pretty cool. But, you know, now, it's weird like that sometimes. Let me cool. ask you this real quick before we hit another one. What do you do if you're, if one of your spirit guides is it wasn't exactly considered one of the nicest people. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, one of mine is Saint is Saint Germain. Uh -huh. Jacques Saint Germain. Okay, yeah, uh, my my history's bad. He was the guy who was known as the vampire in New Orleans. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay, so why do you think <laughs> why do you think why do you think Jacques would be a a, um, a spirit guy for you? Because he showed himself to me, and then uh, when I was in New Orleans one time, um, he took me over and tried to break into his old house. <laughs> I wouldn't know Three if I call that, I call that more of a possession than a spirit guide, but... But he, but he showed himself to me, I mean, it was a long time, uh -huh. long time before, um, and I, mean, I, I know he wasn't considered like the best dude, but he's always been cool to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, it's like... He's out of trouble. We all have a dark side. Uh, okay. 
And yeah. <laughs> I keep mine at bay. I do good. Yeah, but you know, but we have dark sides, and that that's that representation of that. Uh, that and it's sort of like a reminder that you know, you know if you see Jacques around a lot, maybe you better change your ways, so to speak. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it, it keeps us in check. I think I, you know, I mean, I God knows I have a dark side. I'm, we all do. We all do. There's a reason I walk around the corner even, at three. Even our even our chat shenanigator has one. <laughs> yeah. There she is. Hey, yeah. Um, so there are some more questions coming into the chat. Though we only have a few minutes left, so let's try to knock those out. Right. Um, from Bree Jones, have you ever met a gatekeeper as an animal totem? Uh, I have to be honest, Bree. Um, the gatekeeper thing, I'm not. It's not part of my usual stuff. So. I think it's very possible. Yes, um, it's just not something I've messed with, too. You know, and it's just not um, something that I've I've had much chance to deal with. And so I, I, I'm sure it's very possible um, for a gatekeeper to be a, a, any type of spirit. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah uh, from Don, has a spirit ever used your drum to contact you? Hmm. I can't say that has happened where it started. It, it'll go off on its own. I have to think about that, though. Usually it gets my attention. Uh, usually if someone wants my attention, it, it gets it. I can you know, pick it up on my energy, you know, because our energy emanates away from us and stuff. And so I usually get poked on that through that. And that's when I usually I get a kind of a, um, a feeling in my head that something wants me. Um, now, my wife is a different story. That She's got these little angels up in a, in a curio cabinet, like, hmm. and it'll turn them around and face the other way. Oh, wow. I tell her, I say, because you ain't paying attention. You know, so you need to pay attention to what's going on. So I try to pay attention so I don't get those types of reminders. Um, but, you know, I've been, you know, I've been in the past, I've gotten some pretty rough messages. Okay. Uh, yes, good question. Chris, go back to what you said at the beginning of the show, though. You said that, that sometimes you're told kind of in your mind mm -hmm. what to play on the drum. Yes. I well, you know, could they, could they request a song? So, like, I'm a, I'm a I, yeah. Okay. I yeah, you're a I guess so. <laughs> yeah, it's sure it's possible. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I believe that they're yeah, yeah, that yeah. they are already putting that thought in your head, and they're communicating with you in order to get you to play that. That's possible. That is that is, so that is good, that's a good point. Yeah. You like the DJ? Yeah, <laughs> I like jukebox better, but that's something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right. That's funny. Oh, you know, and that's you know, that's what you do. You don't, like I said, I, I tell people I don't know what I'm going to do until I get there, usually. And so, yeah, I just I, I, usually I think of it as spirit in and of itself tells me what to do, but it doesn't mean the spirit couldn't make a request that that's reasonable. I would perform, and you know, my, my spirit self knows it and goes, I go ahead and do it. So, yeah. I mean, are you at times kind of just channeling the spirit while you're playing? I don't know so much as channeling it as feeling, you know, it's like it's being inspired, okay. you know, and to do something rather than so much channeling. When I think of channeling, um, I think of like directly you getting a spirit to speak through me is how I see, mm -hmm. how I feel about that. Um, and I do, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I love using this line. I, I, you know, I do a little medium work, but I'm kind of a medium rare. Yeah. <laughs> So I've used that before. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Mike's heard that before. Yeah. Right? Well, like, and Rob Guttrow says the same thing. So does Guttrow say the same does. thing? Good. Yep. Oh, he stole my line. What do I see him this <laughs> June? I haven't met Rob before in person. I'm not giving shit about yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's a good dude. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, there's influences to me, and there's channeling. You know, channeling to me is like, you know, you're you're going almost verbatim. Um, from what the the person say, you know, wants you to say and stuff like that. Which I, to kind of my, I do it from one of my spirit guides. I don't do it for anybody else. Okay. I don't like. Um, from Robert White, have you ever used the drummy to send a spirit on if they were stuck? I will offer them that that will help them to achieve that for themselves. I will do it. I don't do it to forcibly remove somebody. I don't think that's my job. Um, okay. I've got friends of mine who that is their job. I mean, and so my thing is to try to get people to move, get spirits to move on if they're bothering somebody. But if they would like that, if that will help them, I'm sure I'm more than happy to to do it. Yeah, but not forcibly. I agree with you. I don't. I don't think it's our job. Yeah, I don't. I, and know. I think it's. I, I I always question it, 
when someone says that they have went into a location and they've gotten rid of mm-hmm. move them on um yeah that that that's implying that that anything that we communicate with um in any fashion no longer has free will and i just i i can't agree with that yeah and i don't have that type of i'm not sure who does have that type of power to do that i mean I don't think you anybody can say they that. moved them all. I mean, I can <laughs> ask, get something out of the house, but I'm not saying I'm moving it on. And so it, it just goes someplace else. Yeah, and might come back. Yeah, it might. I tell people that all the time. I mean, I might come in your house and do all my mojo and stuff, and um, it may leave before I get there even. And so they might come back. I might still do all my stuff. and, and But a lot of times people will do stuff to invite it back in. I've seen it more than once. I said, don't do this, don't do that. They'll do this and that, and bang, it's back. And I've actually always wondered if the spirits, are, spirits aren't kind of standing in a corner going, all right, you know, they put a whole lot of work into making this look <laughs> good. You know what? I, I give it a week, two weeks. Yeah. Then, have to watch when <laughs> then we're coming yeah. back. <laughs> Make sure. I'll wait till that coyote gets out of there, and then I'm going to come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True story. <laughs> What we got next, sir, Mike? Uh, we got from Grizz, one of our deep down the rabbit hole Patreon patrons. Uh, with spirit animals, have you ever heard of a blue yeti? A blue yeti? I have not heard of that. I'm not against it um, at all. I my son has has had encounters with dragons, so and that's a mythical creature. Now yetis may actually exist, so um, so many dragons. I mean, yeah, just, I'm not gonna get into that whole etymological thing. But however, yes, I have not heard of it, but I'm certainly um believe it could happen uh an english friend of mine said he had a thing of spirit he had spirit animals and totem animals spirit animals are things you could see that lived in your area like hawks you know hawk was my first medicine animal i could see one but if you had something like a, a rock or a um i mean the big bird not a stone um a yeti or something you don't or even something like around here you don't see like a snow leopard and if you had that, that would be a totem animal. But this is the same thing. It's just a matter of one being able to see one, not be able to see the other, whether it's, whether it's mythological or doesn't live in this area, in the area you live in. So, yeah, why not? Spirit will come to you in, in a way that it, will, that it will get your attention. And if that's what right. gets your attention, blue so yeti that's what it gets is. your attention. All right. up. Well, we are at our hour mark. Actually, a little past it, if you can believe that. <laughs> I just looked down just, and I'm like, yeah. I always have a great right time. By. Yeah. Too, yeah. Yeah. That was great, Chris. Uh, there's a lot of information in there, and I know we could keep going, but we do have another show following this. So. Okay. I got it, man. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. So I want to thank everybody on YouTube tonight down there in Periscope and, of course, on Beyond the Light Network on Spreaker. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate everybody. Let's go ahead and uh, we'll get on to the shout outs again. Chris, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Um, where, where, can, where can people Mike find you? Because uh, we talked about. The event coming up, where can people find you otherwise? Um, go to www.coyotechris.com, and you can f- find my events list right there. My next place I'm going to be in, I'll just do that one because i got, I got a few down the line, but I will be in Mattoon, Illinois at the Karmacon. It's a um, spiritual type of thing, and so I'll be doing a little circle and teaching and drumming and singing and then talking all kinds of stuff. And so, yeah, that's where I'll be there. I'll be there next Saturday. Awesome. Sounds great. That's, yeah. at, the, that's at the mall there in Mattoon? You don't know. It's actually it's some. It's a community center. They're having. Oh, they, okay. uh, Becky switched it from the mall to a different place. And Interesting. Like I said, it's that's not the paranormal one. It's 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 a. Um, it has to do with um, mysticism and and metaphysics and stuff like that. And so. There we cool. go. I'll be doing my okay. sham and stuff. <laughs> All right. So now, let's get on to the uh, the shout outs because I know you guys always enjoy those. So uh, first off, our <laughs> super chat. Super- Hold it, B3 Airspace Airspace's husband's birthday is today. Happy so birthday, birthday, Mr. <laughs> B3 Airspace. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Space. Mr. Space. <laughs> or is it Mr. Beats? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, do space. Beats, yeah, Mr. Beats, that don't sound right. Yeah, Mr. Space. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> All right, our Super Chat Superstars for tonight are Tom McNicholas and Dawn. Spooky Spectacular. Thank you guys for the Super Chats. Cool. I also need to throw uh, the shout-outs there for our Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons, which are uh, Tom McNicholas, Grizz, uh, B3 Airspace, Zippy Davis, BD Flint, uh, Pamela Queen. Who am I forgetting? 
or no, that was all six. Okay, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> all right, thank you guys very much. Okay, so now on to the. Well, of course, we have to thank our chat shenanigator, Shauna, shenanigating the chat, and uh, Donna Gorton for doing her Cheshire Cat Chat before Shauna got in a few minutes late, which is fine. But um, thank you both. And uh, the White Rabbit Notification Squad, thanks for doing your shares and everything you did when we went live. Appreciate that. Um, there's Chris's little guy. <laughs> What's his name, Chris? What's his name? Little, he's got to call him Little Coyote. Little Coyote. Yeah. He's a... <laughs> It's like a voodoo doll of me. It's really cool. It's got, it's got my... I had a full beard when they made this, and so it's got a full beard on and gray hair. Of course, That's I awesome. color my hair now. It was something that's gray, but right. yeah, I will be. Awesome. I love that. I want one. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember who did it, though. I, I can't remember the name of the company. Yeah, that's I'll pretty see. cool, though. Um, oh, and, and Donna is letting me know that Bonnie Halper and our other Cheshire Cat is here as well, so I haven't gotten up through she all sure the... Was. I haven't gotten up through the names yet, so let's get to it. So, um, so Lens White, Tim Schoen, Chipper Terry, thank you guys very much. Pung Guy, Fun Guy, uh, The Haglin, um, Melissa Nicholson, thank you guys very much. Bree Jones, thanks for the question. Melissa! <laughs> uh, Cheryl Midkiff, thank you very much again. Andrew Cox, as always, we really do appreciate it. Candy Orton, so I know uh, Candy Orton was there, Shay Carroll. Uh, Chuck Banks has been in the house. That's the Beyond the Light yes. Network right there. Thank you guys very much. Uh, Pamela Rainey, thank you as well. Robert White from Australia, thanks for tuning in. All right, mate. I always appreciate that. Uh, Joe Chandler, thanks for tuning in again. Jen K, thank you. Uh, there's Zippy. Hey, Zippy Davis. All right. Um, who else do we have? Rebecca Gardner, as always. Thank you very much. Tammy Heisman, thank you as well. And yeah, there's B3 Airspace. And, um, Shauna, this is the, I guess this is the other Shauna, not mine. <laughs> um, who else do we have? Judy Wilson, uh, questions from you. Thank you very much. Diane Hilbert, thank you very much. Uh, who else do we have? Grizz, Yeti Grizz was in the house. X Group Home Kid was in as well. And. Interesting, man. <laughs> we had a lot of people in there. We have, wait, 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 wait. yeah, a lot of interesting names. Was Charmy, was Charmy Vapes in here? I believe Char so. Charmy, I yeah. think Charmy was in today. Yeah, so Charmy at one point was Char it was Charmy Vapes and shits. That was just awesome. <laughs> Some of the names are fantastic. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's super. <laughs> All right. So let me uh, scroll back down. I've gone up quite a bit here. So uh, anybody else? Veronica Flores, thank you. And yeah, there's Charmy. <laughs> Joe Chandler. Joe, I think I got Joe, but yeah. Joe, Joe Chandler. I think, uh, oh, De Denise Pridemore. Hey, Denise. Yeah. So Denise is going to be there as well at the event, so that's going to be pretty yes, awesome. Yes, she said she's going to be there. Yeah, she's yep. her and her husband Ron are good friends of mine. Cool. All right. Well, I think that is going to wrap it up. We missed anybody. You know, we, we, we apologize. We love everybody. You know, just there's a lot of people in the chat, so we tried to get everybody in there. It's great. All right. So stay tuned. Inside the upside down is up next. Got to switch out everything, and then we'll kick into that. So it's going to be somewhere between ten fifty and eleven o'clock. Um, tonight on the East that will kick off that show. What we're talking about tonight is psychic versus science. So basically, the question was thrown at me the other, it was a couple weeks ago in an interview, am I more on the psychic side or am I more on the science side of things when it comes to paranormal investigations? So uh, we're going to get into that here. <laughs> so uh, that comes up, up next. And Chris, again, thank you very much. We look forward hey, to seeing my you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Always, always great to be on yeah. with you guys. I love the show. And, uh, man, I look forward to seeing you in June. Yep, we'll see you in June. Have a good one. Okay, at least. Okay. Good night. Good night. <laughs>